Hello and welcome. I don't. I don't know why I start off that way. It sounds like I. I'm. I'm starting it like hello and welcome to Movie Phone. Like <laughs> that's what it like reminds you of when I start these goddamn podcasts that way. Anyway, uh, we are here for episode actually 50, 55. Last wow. night we did a podcast on Doctor Strange, and I was like way off on the numbers. And then I looked up the list, and I was like, oh no, wait, we're, we're at fifty three in the last one. Yesterday's was fifty four. Today's podcast episode fifty five. Um, and uh, today's topic is going to be uh, Moon Knight, um, and I am here with uh, a, a new cast of bozos. Uh, actually, most of yes, the same. <laughs> we do have a special guest. Uh, one guest, one guest. Yes, yes. Uh, um, we'll go around the room and say hello. Uh, Arthur, want to say hi? Hi, I'm Arthur. Resident comic book hi. fan and nerd. Oh. Sorry. Hello. Hi. Right. Yep. Hi. Resident millennial. Uh huh. And uh, special guest here, Gustavo. Gustavo, you wanna? Hey, Gustavo here. You resident useless commenter. Mm, nice. Thank you for having me. <laughs> you're like our number one fan. Is it going to be weird that you're you're probably listen back to this and uh, listen to yourself? I guess. <laughs> I don't. Know. Oh no, this fits. This fits my narcissistic. Ah, feeds well, feeds well. That makes sense. That makes <laughs> sense. All right, let's jump into Moon Knight, which ended, I think, about three three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Um, just sort of on the background side of Moon Knight, um, this I to me, I, Arthur can tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like this is one of the big characters in Marvel, um, the big like B level characters that uh, I think a lot of people wanted to see. Uh, come into like a series or a movie, uh, and so I, I know a lot of people. I guess a lot of more like hardcore comic nerds who are pretty excited about this series. Uh, what's kind of interesting uh, about the creator of the show, um, Jeremy Slater, is that he didn't do much before. Uh, well, let's say he didn't do a lot of great things before. He did uh, uh, some of the Umbrella Academy. Uh, well, I guess he's the executive producer of the Umbrella Academy. Um, but to talk about the movies he worked on, he worked on Fan Four Stick. Uh, he was the writer for one of the writers for fan, the Fantastic Four uh, 2015 version, which was oh, uh, oh no, okay, <laughs> interesting. Probably the worst movie I think we reviewed on the on the podcast here. Uh, and then he also no, did the, uh, the the new one is worse than the original 2004. Yeah, the Trask one, right? Yeah, yeah, the Trask one is the worst. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I meant. I, he uh, did that one. I got, oh, oh, okay. I think you meant the 2004. That's like the, the early aughts. Okay, okay. No, no, no. He did Fan Four Stick. Uh, okay. Uh, that's pretty bad. And then also, I, I don't even know if anybody else watched it here. Maybe Gustavo did. Uh, he did the Death Note movie uh, for Netflix, the, the, the live action one. Yeah. It was pretty I bad. I thought that one was like, like yeah. Yeah, life action anime never works. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah, agreed. Anyway, hey, um, Taika Waititi directed what Green Lantern? We can give it some slack, maybe. No, oh, he, he, did did not. That. he did not. How dare no? you? He was an no. actor. He was just a yeah. He was just a one of the uh, Green Lantern characters. Right? No, no, he's ah, a he's okay. a he was a Green Lantern supporting character. I bet. Oh, he, was he wasn't even one of the. I don't know. I haven't seen that movie. Uh, Martin Martin something from who did the Casino Royale actually? Yeah, Martin Campbell, I think. Campbell, that's um, it. Yes. Anyway, uh, 
I will hand it off to Arthur now to talk a little bit more about uh, Moon Knight. So that's a really good way of putting it, Anthony. Um, Moon Knight is definitely not the first generation of like Marvel characters. So when you think of first generation bigwigs, you think of like X-Men, Spider-Man, Hulk, Avengers, Thor, Captain America, Iron Man, um, even Doctor Strange, right? Those are like the, the foundational. And you know, yeah. Moon Knight was sort of almost <laughs> like second gen. Uh, so he was... Yeah, so he's definitely arguably either B or C level. I think of him as kind of B-ish, um, but of that second generation. Um, so he was created in the mid-70s. So that second generation also includes, you know, a time, funny enough, of Shang-Chi, right? So we also got a movie. So he's of that era uh, of character. But uh, Moon Knight definitely has a, a cult following, a, a pretty strong following. And I, I like him. I wouldn't say I'm the most versed, um, but I do happen to have just happened to be reading a lot of Moon Knight the past year because um, I was sort of getting into his book. So when they announced the show, I thought, oh, it's kind of cool. Good timing. So a lot of the lore was kind of fairly fresh in my head. But um, really, uh, real quick, Moon Knight was um, created in 1975 by writer Doug Mensch and artist Don Perlin. Doug Mensch is a fairly well-known writer. He's done, and, and the artist too, but Mensch has written a lot of books for Marvel and DC. He's written Batman. Um, he's written a lot of other um, books as well, um, but he's mostly also uh, done, um, you know, Moon Knight. And Moon Knight actually uh, was, I think, uh, like many Marvel characters, was originally sort of like a villain. He he actually showed up in a different book called Werewolf by Night, uh, and he was uh, trying to take down the Werewolf by Night on behalf of this other shadowy organization called the Committee. And he started off kind of like a villain, but I think he sort of grew in popularity, or he got really good and feedback at the time, and he started popping up in different books, like Hulk, um, other Werewolf by Night books, and then some other Marvel issues. And it wasn't until, I think, uh, mid to late 70s, might even be 1980, where he actually got his first solo book. Uh, and of course, the, the writer, Doug Mensch, and there's this other breakthrough artist called Bill Sienkiewicz, and you actually see his name referenced in the last issue, last episode of, of Moon Knight. Uh, he's this well-known artist, um, really took Moon Knight to the next level, and really kind of uh, established his lore, brought him back down to street level, uh, started to really build up the character. And, you know, Moon Knight has been sort of accused as being uh, Marvel's Batman because he, had, he has a lot of surface level traits. You know, he's rich. He's got a, a partner in crime, Frenchie, uh, you know, Jean-Paul Duchamp, who was, I think, name dropped in the show. Uh, he has resources. He looks physically in a way like him in Batman, right? You know, Avenger of the Night with gadgets and things like that. Um, but he's different, and I know we'll talk about it, because he has these, um, you know, at the time it was called back then, in the 70s, what, schizophrenia, but I don't think we use that term anymore, right? We use a dissociative identity disorder, right, or did, uh, or, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and so what's unique about um, Moon Knight is because, you know, like the show shows, he was a, a mercenary. He was, uh, you know, doing these operations, and then he ran into some trouble. They also name dropped the the villain Bushman with that character. He didn't want to kill innocents. He almost got killed. He, you know, he was dragging himself to this Egyptian tomb, and uh, he was resurrected by the god of moon Khonshu. Um, and then he decided to kind of change his life. And the family that he was protecting, the father died, but the uh, the woman became his uh his girlfriend um which they changed in the show by the way and i think we'll probably talk about this later um yeah. where 
um, her name is Marlene, a Caucasian woman, um, but Layla in this show plays that same role. So they changed that. But uh, the other big thing is um, he, because he has this disorder, he went back to the States and rededicated his life. So he created the Stephen Grant persona, the rich billionaire, which is different from the show, so that he can kind of uh, walk into high society and get connections there. He created the Jake Lockley persona, which is the taxi cab driver, which is sort of like the man on the street to hear what's happening there. And then he created the Moon Knight persona, obviously the costume crime fighter. So he's kind of bopping around four different personalities. And then later years, he has this guy called um, Mr. Knight, you know, that really nicely dressed <laughs> uh, Moon Knight version, kind of more suave and sophisticated, uh, kind of almost like Gustavo when he does customer presentations, looks really slick, <laughs> uh, really cool. Um, and it's a different personality. So he definitely has these different or disorders. And you know, many artists and writers have sort of told a story where is is he really imagining things? Is he really the moon? Is it really the moon god, or is it real? And they've taken different takes on that. And you know, he's had different histories where he's joined the Avengers, he's come back. He has light supernatural powers, but he's really more of a street level character. But he's definitely had these weird trips of different people have taken different perspectives on on like, is he really super powered? Is it really an Egyptian god? It is. I think they've established that it really is, and it's not all in his head, but they'd like to play around with that a lot. But anyway, there's a lot more to it, but um, that's why Moon Knight is kind of a, more of a fascinating character, different than Batman, uh, aside from surface level, because he, he has this... And he's also Jewish, I believe, but he has this sort of uh, disorder that he's, he's challenged, like, who am I, and when am I bopping, you know, who, who am I personally, and what is my goals, and, and things like that. So, anyway... That's kind of Moon Knight in a quick nutshell. And I'm enjoying the books, by the way. They're, they are quite good to read, even though some of them are a bit old school, but some great writing and art there. But uh, I was wondering, could he active in the comics, could he, does he actively change personalities? Or is that all kind of like... It's weird because the ones I was reading, the, they're the early 80s. Like He's just sort of switching. And it's the, the writing is a little more subtle where he says, you know, even Marlene, when they talk to him, he says, he calls her, she, she calls him Steven. And other times they're like, oh, it's Mark. Okay, well, now I'm going to be Jake. And then he sort of just changes physically. Like if he becomes Steven, he'll dress better. When he dresses like Jake Lockley, a taxi cab driver, he dresses down. So he sort of sometimes switches. And then Marlene is always referring to him as Steven. But then other times she's referring to him as Mark. So he just sort of says, like, I'm going to go be Steven now and, and do this. Or, okay, well, it looks like Jake Lockley is going to have to get to the bottom of this because Stephen Grant's not making any uh, headway in the high society. So I'm going to, it looks like Jake Lockley. So he, sometimes he talks to himself, like, as if in the third person, <laughs> which is kind of interesting. Um, yeah. So it's like the end of the show, right? The end of the show, they seem to be more in yeah. cooperation, right? Yeah, and, and it's weird because they, they changed the Stephen Grant character for sure for the show, right? And I think it was the way to kind of have a, a character that people can, the audience can relate to, but also talk about Egyptian lore and mythology because he's now a, you know, a museum worker, right? So that's totally different. And the, the Jake Lockley character is obviously very different because he seems to be more ruthless than the Mark Spector mercenary character. So that was a surprise for me. Like, he's usually the taxi cab driver who's sort of, you know, nice guy, but... He's more like the, the guy on the street listening on the ground of what's happening in the, the criminal underworld. So, but he kind of like flips. What between... about the supernatural stuff? Um, it's weird because, you know, over the years, he's had, when he's joined the Avengers or other things, he, they've sometimes shown that he is, his powers, you know, go up and down depending on the phases of the moon. 
and it's really light, kind of like either super resiliency, some maybe extra level of strength, um, and things like that. Um, but he wasn't like flying around or shooting beams or things like that. So he's he's changed. So some writers have played around with, yeah, you know, he's sometimes Kanshu kind of gives him a burst of energy, or they give him they resurrect him, even though he's been killed because Kanshu can do that. And sometimes they 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 match it to the the phases of the moon. You know, if it's a full moon, he's more powerful. If he's maybe half moon, then it kind of wanes and stuff like that. So there's a lot of other stories I actually personally haven't read, but that's from what I've as strong read as the plot requires him to be. What's that? He's as strong as the plot requires him. To Sometimes, be. yeah, and, and you know they've changed his look, but I've always liked it so far. At least the stuff I've read is when he's more street level. I feel like with a you know I don't mind a little bit of supernatural because I think actually Moon Knight plays really well in the supernatural realm. Um, I, I prefer him to be kind of like more grounded with a little bit of supernatural or mysticism, but not kind of full grown, full blown like. And this is kind of like what you know. I know we're not getting to the last episode, but like when he was flying, <laughs> literally like Superman. I'm like, okay, that kind of took me out a little hey, bit. You know? we, we had a kaiju fight, and, and yeah, the the Egyptian kaiju <laughs> fight was cool, but like seeing Moon Knight kind of fly <laughs> like that, I was just like, okay, really, he doesn't fly. Yeah, he doesn't fly. He doesn't fly at all. He has a he has that's a moon cool. copter. <laughs> Is that kind of funny? But, you know. Yeah, let's uh, let's jump right into it. Uh, let's jump right into the reviews. Um, uh, Gustavo, why don't you go first? Let us uh, all right. Tell us what you thought about Moon Knight. Um, I know you wrote some comments in in our uh, our Slack, but uh, yeah, overall, I, I liked it. Uh, put it on with the rest of the. Uh, Series TV shows on Disney Plus, I would put it above, at least personally, above uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier and above Hawkeye, but below WandaVision and Loki, so right in the middle. Um, maybe because I didn't have that much expectation, so the less expectation I had, the less disappointment. <laughs> I guess <laughs> it's just that everything was a surprise. It was good. Uh, obviously, there were some writing minor nitpicking writing stuff like the bringing conchu to to be trapped again because of the sky thing was like a lazy writing for me uh they could figure that out some 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 other way uh but yeah overall i liked it uh uh it was a surprise it was funny at the beginning just to see oscar isaac doing another egyptian stuff maybe he has the looks or whatever, just because of X Men, you know. So, um, and and he being Jewish, that that's another funny thing. So you have an Egyptian god uh, enslaving a Jewish man. So yeah, that, uh, <laughs> how did that play well biblically there with with Disney? I don't know. Um, so, uh, uh, one thing that I found interesting, and 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 this is not about the series itself, but the way. This whole uh, multiverse and variants and stuff is playing with Disney. Is the fact at least for actors? I'm guessing uh, it, it's a plus for for Disney's movies and series where you have actors playing themselves multiple roles, which I, I think that's something that a lot of actors, like proper uh, theater actors, like professional movie stars and so on really are looking for 
So maybe we could see more high-end actors down the line just because of the whole multiverse and variance. And I guess that's one of the reasons Oscar Isaac, because he's a really, really good actor, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what happened with X-Men, but but with this one, he did an immensely uh, great job. I really like his acting throughout the series, how the, 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 the little, uh, because you, you require a lot of uh, subtlety to, to, to change from one character to the other, right? Uh, and and throughout the series, uh, I believe there there is some uh, speculation that some of the scenes where they were not talking, especially on the uh, shrink house after he dies in the second to last episode, I believe there were some hints of Jake Lockley in some of those scenes where he was not speaking. I think actually, and, I- and Anthony, we we chatted about it. I think yeah. Because it's just his mannerism changed slightly different. It wasn't Stephen. It wasn't Mark. And people were like, oh, that's that might have been Jake because he has a broken nose now and so on. So, Yeah, I actually think it, Jake is in the first episode even. Um, they just Yeah, well, no, I didn't catch that. They yeah. just kind of skip it real quickly. So you, you kind of think it's Mark, but... Uh, <laughs> I think yeah. it ends up being Jake. I didn't suspect I it at all because I just assumed Jake. I always have the impression that Jake should be like the the easygoing taxi guy. So I had no expectation that it would be Jake. I just thought it's some other weird personality. That's we just don't know. I mean, maybe maybe That's now on, on a rewatch you could catch some of right. that. And 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 kudos to to Oscar to 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 pull that. Right, just to, yeah. if, if that's what they were trying to, if we, if it was not an accident, for example, yeah. if they were actually trying to hint that, kudos to him as an actor. So uh, I really like that overall. Uh, <laughs> there was a, a, a funny... wasn't his fault, by the way. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, was I mean, he was his fault for choosing it. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> exactly. Hey, you know, apocalypse <laughs> is something else. But yeah, what can you do? You know, you make decisions. <laughs> Uh, another funny, funny comment, uh, along with the Egyptian god owning a Jewish man, is the, uh, uh, there were a lot of comments around uh, Khan should be in a Republican just because he he always said he owns Mark's body. So, wow, <laughs> that was funny. I, I, didn't, I didn't make that correlation. <laughs> That's first time I've heard of that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> So, but yeah, I mean, I, I really, uh, overall, I really like the movie. Uh, again, no expectations. Uh, but yeah, uh, there are not much comments, just nitpicking. It's just, I love uh, the, the, the kaiju fight. I love the supernatural stuff. Uh, looking forward to, uh, for a movie uh, incursion of the character, or, or I don't know if they're going to do a second season or not, uh, but really looking forward to that. Okay. Um, great. Uh, Kai, what did you think of Moon Knight? Yeah. Um, so background, I like most people. I knew nothing about Moon Knight. Um, so you know, at the beginning of the series, right? All I really knew was that there's a dissociative personality disorder that he supposedly has as a backdrop. Um, so you know, I'm kind of just sitting there and discovering you know, how many personalities are supposed to be there, you know? Um, and yeah, I like most people, I just assume that whoever was 
just melting people was Mark Spector. But uh, I think we all assume due to the last episode that um, apparently Jake is the, uh, the, the hit man, right? And the taxi cab character is probably just a front, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I think, I think Oscar Isaac really carried the show. I think if you didn't have someone who could play this many characters, um, it would feel, I, I, I don't think it would break the show, but I just think it would just be, it'd be easy to write it off. Right. Um, at least that's the way that I thought about it. Um, Cause like he, he seems so familiar to me, but um, I realized that he's in, um, he's in like Dune and um, actually, um, what's it called? Star, Star Wars, Wars. Dameron, right? Mm-hmm. X Men. Um, he 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 was always like these like memorable characters, right? Because um, he kind of just like at least to me like kind of grabs the screen. So um, I really enjoyed him as the the main you know, protagonist that's kind of struggling to figure out what's going on. Um, I think one thing that I had like a little bit of a question mark on was, of course, the way that these quote unquote Egyptians gods exist in this realm, right? Because of course, the unfortunate job of the Marvel fans at this point are like, how do I try to understand all these things that are trying to be added? Right? So you have these gods who supposedly are just interpreted as humans by Egyptian gods. Um, and Earth is just simply one place that they had spent a little bit of time on. Um, and they had, like, peaced out, <clears throat> according to Khonshu, um, and pretty much put Earth on maintenance mode. Um, whereas Khonshu was like, eh, I still, you know, got got stuff to do. Right? And it's like through Khonshu's lens that he just wants to dole out justice according to people's actions. Um, and then you have this other god who's like, nah, I'd just rather predict and then, you know, judge them based on some sort of future. Um, so I wasn't like, it was hard for me to like figure out like how to like where to park the gods and like what they were doing. On top of the fact that they show this one room where there's like 20 different gods who have been like, locked into a statue so i'm just sitting here i'm like what the fuck are you guys doing where you guys have so many gods who are just like yeah that presumably they were in trouble ex- yeah <laughs> i thought they were gonna explain that a little bit more too just like oh they've been trapping a lot of gods like what's yeah. there some kind of like corruption here where i don't know some certain person is yeah i don't know or a certain group of people are just trying to trap people i, I don't know we didn't really get and it. then and then they kind of just like let arthur like you know, I guess not necessarily trick him, but like just kind of like <laughs> basically said he said she said him into saying, "Ah, all right, we already don't trust Kanshu, and there's no way someone would try to wake up this person who's super bad." Um, you mean Arthur Harrow, not me, by the way. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so we're we're gonna lock you up, um, and I was just like, that just seemed like such like a like a naive decision for presumably gods who've been around for a really long time. Um, but I guess like for plot's sake, you know, they just needed to, to wipe it out a little bit. Um, but I do. So like <clears throat> what Arthur had mentioned earlier about how they had renamed what the, what was her name? Melina, Melissa, uh, Marlene, Marlene character to, yeah. um, 
Layla. to La- Layla, right? Um, yeah, and, and this is just like another. Too. Yeah, yeah. This is like, um, you know, and I think this was actually born from. I read an article where this is born from the actress's desire to, um, basically portray a more accurate character of like Middle Eastern women, right, and the way that they would exist in this realm and kind of bring a lot more accuracy to um you know the the new kind of area that they're be playing in um and feige was super supportive of that mm-hmm. um so you know continue to be happy that they're very mm-hmm. um, consistent with their casting and their desire to just be more open about you know being a little bit more accurate or just acknowledging that um you know certain minorities or like subcultures that they're playing around with could be you know just generally more accurately represented than being whitewashed right um Mm -hmm. so that was really cool um because i felt she you know i thought she did a great job in portraying like a pretty like internally strong independent uh woman that is trying to figure out what the fuck is going on um and i don't think her character what she ends up being is an actual superhero right is that a new uh i popped in the chat she's it's called i think the scarlet scarab um it's in the chat Uh uh, and i think she's playing a different version of that but i think most people uh we're saying like yeah she is or it was confirmed that she is the scarlet scarab which is really obscure i mean i I had to look that one up because it's like huh Okay, so the Scarlet Scarab exists, and everyone thinks um, she's probably representing that. Yeah, and I think they confirmed that she kind of is, though I don't know. I don't think she looks anything like that character. But I mean, you know, that's Mm -hmm. that could be changed. I think so. But yeah, if you want to know more, I have that link. (laughs) But yeah, no, that's fine. No, so like I, you know, like in terms of walking away from the show, like I'm, I'm excited for the Moon Knight character and you know, potential partnership with, I guess, the Scarlet Scarab at this point. Um, I would like to dip a little bit more into the the god lore, given that, you know, um, like you said, it's a little bit confusing because they obviously just kind of write a little bit conveniently what <laughs> works for them in the comic book world. Um, but uh, seeing what his character and Layla end up doing, I think for me will be interesting, especially since now they have space to kind of um, dole out the the Jake character who is now presumably the only person who's working with Conchu. <laughs> <laughs> right, everyone else is uh, supposed to be um, you know, quote-unquote released. Um, I thought it was fun that they did like the, the psych ward scenes where like they tried to kind of mislead him into thinking that he's just been imagining the whole show. Um, yeah, and that's like another way to just like bring the audience into like the character's frame of mind. Right to be like, okay, we're gonna force the audience to maybe think a little bit about what's going on and question whether the show has actually been going. Um, so that was uh, that was pretty fun. Um, overall, uh, pretty good. You know, same thing. Like, didn't know what to expect, but was pretty happy with you know what what I see, and I'm happy to see Moon Knight come out in a either in another TV show or maybe just as another cameo in a movie. <laughs> Don't seem to have plans for the future though it seems like because they've isolated the show pretty much from the rest of the mcu and they all talk about like eh, we may not do another one and i think even... that's just their due diligence right like they they don't want to open themselves up to like being committed to anything you know what i mean hope so like even with 
right agents of shield which is like very in your face like oh we're totally could be related to the mcu like they did very little crossover with agents of shield and any of the mcu stuff so for well i mean this is considered official mcu though and shield is not that's a thing so even isaac was saying "Ah, i don't know if i want to come back and he may just be playing it close to the vest but this mcu show is sort of really isolated like they don't make any references at all to the broader mcu like not even a passing so they've really isolated this relative to others sure but i'm saying that they've, they've done that with most shows in general um, except for, I guess you can say this new, this recent batch, obviously, have all been very directly tied to the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first like, show that is a an introduction of an original character. Yeah, I believe, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like I'm, I guess I'm referencing some of the older stuff, like Daredevil, Luke Cage, right? Oh. But um, none of that Iron technically Fist. counts. That's I think that's not all MCU technically. It wasn't. Yeah. That's until... my point, right? Like these are all shows who, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, until the these recent pandemic shows came out, a lot of shows technically which just were never explicitly tied to MCU. Yeah, now it's all multiverse, so it, it counts, but not in that kind of way, the direct way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, moving on. Arthur, want to give sure. your thoughts on, on Moon Knight? Sure. Um, I would say, yeah, definitely Oscar Isaac was great. Like in this show, like he's great acting, being able to pull all that off. Um, I like the show. I didn't love it. Um, I think like Loki, it it was great in the beginning. I was really intrigued. I actually felt it kind of meandered and dragged in the middle, and then it kind of rushed toward the end, which was okay. And you know, there's some elements at the end that was sort of took me out of it. You know, going way way more supernatural than at least I was used to. And I was okay with the whole mummy costume that was supernatural, and he's kind of flipping between the two. I'm kind of okay with that. Because he's normally like more street level, like I'm gonna put on the costume, that kind of thing. But I was fine with that because you know they're playing with Egyptian lore. But once he kind of took off and flew and doing all these crazy things, and he's getting stabbed with no 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 pain, and he's like bulletproof, you know, in some of the action scenes, um, oh, I was true. like, okay, that's the direction. I'm like, yeah, I'm okay he's with. He's kind of just impervious. Yeah, exactly. He was getting stabbed, right? He was protecting Layla in one scene, being yeah, shot. Spears. Yeah, right. So I'm like, okay, they're kind of taking that path. And I'm like, eh, it's okay. But I prefer, me personally, a more grounded Moon Knight with some supernatural. That, that was starting to veer off into like Supermanish territory in a way where, you know, the, how do you defeat this guy, right? And Moon Knight has always been more grounded with some supernatural elements, but they seem to be leaning more into that. Okay, so that kind of took me out of it, but I still like the show, but similar to like Falcon and maybe uh, maybe even Loki, I, I feel like it needed an extra episode or two to kind of breathe. It felt all rushed and packed, and you know Loki gets a pass because they have a season two. Falcon and Winter Soldier, you know, the same criticism. I thought they, they introduced so many themes that six episodes was just not enough to do them all justice. You, know, you had a couple that were good, and others are sort of like, eh. And this one felt similar. Like, you could have had one or two episodes more to maybe flesh out certain things. Um, but it just sort of, at the end, it's like, oh, okay, we got to wrap this up. We got one more episode, so we got to bring back Moon Knight and have the big fight and uh, you know, resolve everything, and boom, you're done. And it, just, it was just fast. And... 
I would say yeah, that's a problem. Like, it's a symptom of most Disney Plus shows. I feel yeah, like yeah, exactly. The MCU shows, at least, definitely, uh, for sure. Yeah. I, I've noticed. Oh, yeah. So MCU Disney Plus shows. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I felt. I mean, Hawkeye was okay because it's it's lightweight, so I didn't have a problem with the amount of episodes there. And WandaVision didn't have that problem to me. It was nicely paced. But with like Loki and Falcon, and this one, it just felt like it needed an extra two or three just to kind of give it some breathing space. I wasn't upset. I just think it they. They have the opposite problem where the Netflix Marvel shows could have trimmed the two or three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Mm-hmm. This one is like, you need the two or three just extra because you're just trying to pack too much in. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, again, I, I don't dislike the show. I just wish that maybe there was more Moon Knight because for a show about Moon Knight, we certainly didn't get to see him a lot <laughs> um, in action. Um, and the supernatural part of it was starting to take me out of the character too much. And maybe that's because I've been reading a lot more grounded Moon Knight, and that's the character that I'm more familiar with or I've always wanted more. And if MCU is going to take the direction of... And I, I'm si- si- seeing this with, with potentially with Shang-Chi. I don't know. I hope not. Where they're taking a, a traditionally grounded character and making them more superhuman, supernatural. Powerful. Yeah, I'm kind of like, uh, you know, it's, it's okay. You know, I'm, I'm still there, but... I would have my preference is the other way. Um, so, you know, overall, I think the show is well shot. It's well done. Um, there were some conspiracy theories of the of the the Euro- Eastern European town that he was in, and that castle. Would, is that Castle Doom? You know, is that Latveria? Right. Uh... I'm like, okay, guys, come on, calm down. Right. You know? <laughs> not everything is Mephisto, like WandaVision, Right. If we've learned anything, it's like you know, Marvel is not gonna you know use every show to kind of seed everything right i mean those could be just fun um i agree with the the whole um psych wards you know scenes i thought those are cool i i think that's based on a more recent storyline like five six years ago i actually want to go read that because i heard that was well received where lock them up in a a psych ward and and saying like hey all this time you it's all in your mind and that's a cool angle to take um i like the the hippo (laughs) i thought she was hilarious you know this God hippo character talking about the field True. of reeds. A little bit yeah. of like narrative comedic relief, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. The show yeah. was a little heavy, or at least that right. stage of the show was heavy because you're learning the origin right. of Steve Grant. Exactly. And and I will say, and before I forget, um, the 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 abusive relationship that they, they showed, that was gut-wrenching. Mm-hmm. Like how, yeah. you know, the accident of him in losing his brother and then the mom just taking out on him all those years, ruin, basically ruining their whole family structure. That was yeah. well done in a very gut wrenching way. Like, wow, yeah. you just feel like that was the this... best episode to me. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I will say kudos on that. And a part of me is like, wait, did he escape to become Stephen? Obviously, to escape his mom, but then does that mean that his mom will lay off because he became Stephen, or does she continue to abuse him? So I had some questions about that. I wasn't sure, but you know, maybe they don't answer that, but. I could see like, wow. Yeah, there's a little bit of like, yeah, some yeah. holes here and there relative to like, okay, like how much exactly. of a life does Stephen Grant have? Like, Because Stephen speaks well of his out? mom, right? Because in the yeah. whole show, he speaks highly of his mom. And I don't think she's alive anymore, right? And she's always talking to him. She's, he's, he thinks he's talking to her, right? Uh, and, and feels like he grew up really nice with his mom. So I'm like, wait a second here. You were an abused child. So when you became Steven as a child, does that mean your mom let you off? Or were you suppressing your emotions because it was just so lousy that you've created your own fantasy to kind of cope? You know, I don't know exactly. 
Um, but regardless, I, I, that's the, my questions about that. But I think they did that that heavy topic really well. Um, you know, the actors that did that and it, introducing that part of uh, Moon. I don't know if that's actually true Moon Knight lore. I'd have to look it up. But regardless, it was really well done. But other than that, I think, and before, I, I, I have kind of a, a bit of a hard stop. So in case I don't get the time, I'll give my, my, my score here is, I would give the show a seven. I, I liked it. I just wish there was other things. And, you know, I think the, the, the structure of it was, you know, better in the beginning, a little rush at the end, meandered in the middle, but I still liked it overall. Um, so that would be my score, I, I would say. Uh, I definitely want to see more. I hope there's more. Um, and I know we can talk about other stuff, but at least I'll get that out there for now. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I agree with mostly what everybody said. Um, I thought it was uh, actually a pretty solid start. I like the idea that they started with Stephen Grant, because I, I, I just assume like Mark Spector is like the main, the primary guy. And so as Stephen Grant, you kind of, you become the viewer itself, like you were trying to figure out what is going on. So I think that yeah. was kind of kind of smart um, uh, from a storytelling perspective. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like the middle episodes were kind of blah, and I can't tell you specifically why. I don't know. Maybe because I, I didn't really care for the villains that much. I, I didn't like. I don't know. I something about the. I think episodes. it's the investigation parts, right? Like yeah, they're running asking. around, and you're like, eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. It just, I don't know. Just wasn't hitting well. Um, and then the episode, I think five is the asylum. Again, I think that was a great episode. And then I think episode six, it kind of, I feel like they, like Arthur said, rushed um, through a lot of storylines. And so, mm -hmm. and also the entire time, like I, I, I feel feel like I figured it out early on. Oh my god, there's like a third personality somewhere here, and we're gonna yeah. get. The reveal and i keep on like waiting for it oh episode four episode five episode six and i like we get it at the last scene and i was like oh well now i feel like it was like totally unexplored territory because even the asylum you see uh that there's another person inside of a tomb and you're like that's yep we're gonna yeah. get it that's we're a gonna very get right explicit yeah that's a yeah. very explicit like this is a third yeah and then it they, was like, like yeah sorry go ahead no i said they're they're like playing it like they're the, because the hippo at one point was just like, oh, you need to find, you had to like settle yourself or something like that. Remember, I, I yeah. can't remember what the line yeah. was, but yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on. So I'm not, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. That, that's exactly it. Balance the scales. And I was like, oh, that's the third thing. They're going to uncover him, and then that's how they're yeah. going to balance the scales. But they didn't even do that. And I was like, wait, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What does that mean then? Because now. Uh, the balance is really acknowledging Grant's uh, existence, right? And him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not so kind of, I don't know. That kind of made me just like, oh man, I feel like it's a missed opportunity. Anyway, overall, uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed it. Didn't like love it, love it. I have to say, uh, I think his costume, the look of his costume is like one of my favorites in the MCU. It just cool looks costume. really cool. Um, yeah. And I don't, I don't know. If, I mean, I'm sure it's part of CGI, but it, it just looks really, um, really neat and i don't know everybody else kind of already said it like great great performances um and yeah i mean i hope there's another season where we kind of spend a little bit more time with with uh this character and kind of see where things go but um yeah it was fine i have it exactly in the same uh ranking that uh gustavo had it so kind of actually 
I'll put Hawkeye above this. Same um, here. So Hawkeye, Hawkeye Loki, more, yeah. WandaVision, mm-hmm. and then I'll put this above Captain America. Um, it was fine. Yeah. It was cool. Oh, you thought Hawkeye was better than this? I, I did, yeah. Same here. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm, I'm kind of excited to watch the Marvel Studios Assemble. I think it just came out this week, actually, about Moon Knight. Oh, cool. Uh, and I usually yeah. like watching all of those, and so Same I'll here. probably... I know for sure they cut out the initial, that bathroom scene at the beginning. In the first episode, they they shot a whole action scene for that, and they oh, like, did they? At least they choreographed. I don't know if they shot it, but they choreographed it, um, and um, they kind of decided to cut. remove it. Yeah, yeah. For what reason? Uh, oh, I think just for the storytelling, just like editing it oh, out. Like okay. they wanted to keep the sort of like. Oh, I thought it was because of the rating. The PG thirteen uh, rating. Oh. I saw the I saw the video of the fight scene. It didn't seem like rated R to me. I mean, mm. uh, again, you you can just like remove the blood with you know with CGI or yeah. or not not add it. I guess. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, all right. That uh, let's do our roundtable of scores. Uh, Goose, what did you give Moon Knight? Seven point five. Seven and a half. All right, Kai. Um, I think the way I wanted to frame it was based on like the recent shows that came out. Like I would place this, like I I almost put this as a tie with Loki, but above Hawkeye, and below Winter Soldier and WandaVision. Uh, so like pretty much smack dab in the middle. Winter's, oh, sorry, Winter Soldier. I got confused for a second. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, because. Okay. So yeah, that was the score. Uh, I don't remember what that score would be, but it sounds like like a uh, seven and a half or an eight. Okay. I always get two scores from Kai. I, I don't know. What... <laughs> we'll go with your lowest. No, yeah, we'll go with your highest because I think that's what your heart truly says. <laughs> uh... All right, Arthur, you mentioned your score. You give it a seven. I give it a solid seven, I'd say. Okay. And before I forget, also, and I haven't done this yet, but there was a fun Easter egg they did with the QR codes in each episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. which is kind of cool like I, I i didn't catch the qr codes in like the first the second or third one i tried to find them and i, I must have missed them but then I, I saw them at the last two but anyway for those who don't know uh, i think they if you scan the qr code with, with your phone it actually gives you uh, a free download i guess to uh, a comic book that yeah, werewolf by night yeah werewolf by night. i didn't oh, see it nice yeah oh, and i don't know what the other episodes are of of what they are but i probably want to go back and or i'll look it up ahead of time if i if i don't want to search for them <laughs> And let's try yeah. to see what issues they give us. Uh, but that's kind of cool to do a little Easter eggish type thing for yeah. fans. Um, yeah. So. All right. Yeah. Uh, and I will also give it a seven. So, um, yeah, thought it was fun. Uh, thought it was good. I still want to see more. There's more potential there. Um, all right. Uh, I think that'll do it for this episode of the SCA podcast. Until. Uh, Whatever, Thor, Miss Marvel, whatever we decide next. All right, Obi Wan. Oh yeah, Obi Wan. Whatever does that, does that end before Miss uh, Marvel? I think it's almost the same. It drops tomorrow night. Oh, what okay. is yeah. Obi Wan about? It literally is about Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> but like timeline wise, oh after it's right after, after episode three. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith, and before A New Hope, uh, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. his time on Tatooine. Yeah. yeah, I feel like there's a lot of interesting. Definitely. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. But yeah, we have to do that show too. Yep. All right. Sounds good. Signing off for Arthur, Gustavo, and Kai. 
this is Anthony Hill podcast episode 50, whatever, 55, 56, 56. Yeah, 56. 